Before we start the show, we'd like to remind our audio listeners that this show was developed as a video podcast. If you'd like to see any of the visuals that are referenced in this episode, we invite you to check out our YouTube channel. Simply search for the Conquer Risk podcast. You'll see all the shows we produce, including this one. And just like the audio, you can subscribe to be notified the moment a new episode drops. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Who Charted. With me, as always, is our research associate, Drew Wells. Six charts in six minutes, the most exciting six minutes in markets. Drew, let's get started. All right, so this is a chart of the VIX. We had a pretty big uh, move last week. As of the recording today, we're having another pretty large move in the VIX. So one of the things that we did was we went back and looked at um, the percentage distance from the VIX and its 50-day moving average. And hang with me here because there's a lot, a uh, lot to unpack. We put a two uh, z-score, two standard deviation uh, metric. Uh, that's that horizontal line that you see there, and there in the bottom pane. And looked at the times when uh, the percentage distance crosses above that two sigma level. Um, it doesn't happen a lot. There's only been about 86 instances since uh, 1990. Uh, but the interesting thing is, this is showing us that extreme moves in the VIX has historically led to. Uh, median returns in the S&P of about 5.02% over the next quarter. So, right, so over the next 63 trading days. So, as of the uh, trading today, we're seeing another extreme level. Uh, you know, we could see another couple prints for the remainder of the week, but it's going to be interesting to see whether or not this plays out in some gains, uh, counter trend gains in the S&P. All right, it occurred to me that we look at a lot of charts on this show, but we never really look at the S&P 500. So let's look at the S&P 500. Interesting dynamic on Friday with the index closing below its 200-day moving average for the first time since the pandemic. That's that green line there on the chart, while simultaneously becoming oversold based on a 14-period RSI. Now, we went back uh, through history, back to the early 1950s. The N on this is 15. It's only happened 15 times, cross below 200 day and cross below 30 on the RSI. However, over the next 21 days of trading, your probability of gain is a little over 71% with a median return of uh, about 2.43%. That's over one month of trading uh, subsequent to this scenario playing out. Uh, that is better than baseline. So an interesting uh, setup here as markets are becoming oversold could see a near-term bounce. Now, I do think there's a ton of work to do to reestablish it. As I wrote in my notes this morning, the burden of proof is on the bulls, uh, but starting to see some light there. All right, kind of uh, tying into what Dan had mentioned with the S&P, the NASDAQ 100, the index that everybody loves to hate right now, and for good reason, right? So um, I've kind of highlighted that 14,400 level, but as of today's trading, we're trading around 14,000. So we've broken down below that level as of this recording. Um, but we went back and looked at the percentage of NASDAQ 100 components uh, that had an RSI less than 30. So we're looking at really bombed out uh, momentum and breadth within the NASDAQ. And the interesting thing is uh, when this crossed above the 30 level, um, forward returns over the next 63 days over the next trading quarter were actually 4.38%. So the interesting thing is that I think we're kind of entering some territory where we could start to see a counter trend bounce. Obviously, that doesn't mean that it has to happen right away. It could take several days. Um, but if we don't see that bounce, that's, that too, of course, is information. All right. Drew, look at the VIX. I'm going to look at the AAII bull bear spread. This is the difference between uh, AAII members uh, who are bullish or bearish over the next six months. And what you'll notice is the great outline is the actual metrics. The blue line is the 13-week moving average. 13-week is roughly one quarter of trading. 
Uh, 13 week Z score is actually getting down towards washed out levels. Generally speaking, we get down to about negative two on the Z score. Uh, that tends to be where this sentiment indicator bottoms out. We begin to look for local lows uh, in the S&P 500. Not quite there yet, but with the market under pressure here on Friday and again today, I think we're going to be close. Keep an eye on sentiment here via the VIX and AAII. Yep, this is one we've covered a couple times, both in our notes and uh, on the show here on Who Charted. I think everybody likes to watch the S&P uh, 600 small cap index, Russell 2000, take your pick. Um, uh, one of the things that we've been highlighting over the last several weeks or so is the strength in small cap low volatility relative to small caps, right? And over a long period of time, uh, you can see that this ratio uh, is, is actually very un, uh, negatively correlated, inversely correlated with small caps, right? So the ratio moves higher, small caps tend to move lower, and that makes sense, right? As demand increases for lower risk small cap stocks, the index itself tends to uh, tends to underperform. So breaking out of a, um, a year-long base there uh, above a rising 50 and 200-day moving average, and we've just broken another resistance level on this ratio. Uh, the S&P 600, uh, at least as of today, has not necessarily broken down through that support level. So that's kind of the next area of development that we'd be potentially watching. All right. Finally, we've talked about commodities a lot here a couple of weeks ago. Bloomberg made it, uh, not Bloomberg, but Barron's made it the cover story. Uh, Bloomberg Commodity Index relative to U.S. stocks, U.S. stocks being the Russell 3000. Now, I included this in a note that I wrote on Friday. What's interesting to me here is that while everybody's getting on the commodity bandwagon, uh, on a relative basis, uh, this chart shows you something interesting. The RSI, the 14 period RSI is over 85, right? So it's certainly overbought here in the near term. So uh, while we and others have kind of been on the bullish commodity trend, the question is why now? And I think the answer is, well, maybe not now. We went back through time and we looked at this ratio and there have been 10 instances uh, where the ratio has achieved an RSI over 80. Uh, and it's 0 for 10 over the next 21 days. So meaning you could see an opportunity to add some commodity exposure on a relative basis, just not right here. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll see you in the next video. Thanks, everyone. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.